What's up, guys? Rick from DFS On Demand here with your betting preview for this week's Players Championship. So if you want to go back and see the other content for the week, I've got a DFS video out on Monday. I had a one-and-done video out on Tuesday. So in this one, we're just going to talk through betting. Uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into it. Let's start here on the Historic Strokes Gain Tool. This is a free tool on DFSOnDemand.com that you can go back the past couple of years and see how each tournament played out. This is in uh, much need of a, a remodel, a redo. It's on my list. It's coming. Uh, but what I like to use it for is to see how many strokes you need to gain to win this golf tournament historically. And if we look back at last year, Rory McIlroy, your winner, gains 13.9. In 2018, uh, Webb Simpson actually gained 15, but remember he ran away with it. Uh, second place was four shots worse. It was 11. Uh, and then 2017, Siwoo uh, won, gaining 15 and a half strokes. But again, that was a three-shot win. So uh, most times, uh, if you if you gain, I don't know, let's call it 13 strokes on the field, maybe 13 and a half, you're doing great around Sawgrass. You're putting yourself... Uh, in, the, in a place to either win or be very close to winning, barring someone going out and putting like a, a stomping on everybody else. So I have a feeling that when I plug this into the tournament predict predictor and change this to 13 or 13 and a half strokes gained, uh, it's going to bring a lot of guys back into play. And it's going to show you that a lot of guys can get to this score. So let's see what happens. Let's try 13 and a half. Yeah, a lot of golfers. So um, if you're new to this, the way to read this is, you know, 13 and a half. That's the target score that we're trying to get to for this week and how likely each golfer is to get to that score. That obviously doesn't guarantee you a win, but it certainly helps. And then you compare that to the implied odds on uh, that Vegas is offering with the odds. And you say, OK, uh, are they more likely to get to the target? than the Vegas odds would indicate, and there are a lot of golfers that are. So obviously not all of these guys can win, so let's sort by the highest-valued golfers. And uh, we'll see that you know Brooks Kepka continues to be number one here, uh, which makes sense. I'm using a time frame of January 1st, 2019 until now, so all of his, you know, a lot of his really high upside wins are still in my database and they are still being uh, factored into this calculation. If you go really recently, I bet you that drops pretty. Yeah. He's like off the first page. I can't even, I can't even find him. Um, if you, if you drop him off, if, if you, if you move the date to uh, something more recent, but we'll go back to our January 1st and Brooks Kepka. So the way that this reads is uh, he's going to get to the target score 13% of the time. Vegas odds have him winning at 45 to one about 2% of the time. So he would be like by far the best bet to make. Now you have to use a little bit of your brain here and say, well, Brooks Kepka's is not playing all that well. That's why his odds have kind of gotten to where they are. Um, now the next couple guys are really interesting though. And guys that I would actually consider wagering on uh, Adam Scott, who I have at 35 to one, who's won two of his last uh, three or four starts worldwide. Uh, so he pops up here a lot because he does have that upside. I have him getting to the winning target score about 11.5% of the time. Vegas thinks he's going to win it about 27 
And then this one here, Patrick Cantlay. Uh, 20, 22 to 1. I should probably bet this. Um, Vegas has him winning this about 4.5% of the time. I have him, I have him getting to the target score. Uh, 12.5% of the time. Let's change it. Let's change it to 14.5. What is Patrick Cantlay? Wow. Yeah. So Patrick Cantlay is actually is getting better uh, kind of the higher you take this. So what if you take it to 15 strokes gained? Yeah. He's still, he's still there. 15.5, still a value. 16, still a value. 16.5. Still a value, barely 17. Yes, 17 by the tiniest of margins, 0.0317 and a half. This is where we're going to lose him, right? Yeah, okay. So uh, basically, what this is saying, this is kind of interesting when you do it like that. Um, Patrick Cantlay would still be outpacing his implied odds, even if he needed to get to 17 strokes gained in this event to win it, uh, which I have him getting there about 4.38% of the time. Vegas has him winning 4.35% of the time. So Cantlay, uh, certainly a pretty good bet for this week. Wow. That was interesting. I was not expecting that. Um, so we'll, we'll lower this back down to, you know, 13 and a half, which is, I think where we had it. Uh, so Cantlay is probably a guy who's going to have to get a wager for me before, before this tournament starts, just based on on this information alone. I mean, it's it, his ceiling is so high. He's won big time events before. I mean, he won the Memorial, which is a, obviously a great field, uh, great event. So that that's that's kind of noteworthy. Outside of that, you know, Rory's here. I have Rory getting to 13 and a half strokes gained um, 20% of the time. You know, a, a fifth of the time he's getting there. It's a massive number. He's almost always going to show up on this uh, on this predictor. Dustin Johnson is here. So, uh, again, I'm probably getting a lot of DJ's uh, better events from last year before kind of the downfall. Um, you know, if I were to adjust this a little bit more towards, like, you know, the summer of last year, uh, Dustin Johnson's numbers become a lot worse and he's, he's less likely to get to the winning score, obviously, but noteworthy that he's still there. And then a lot of the familiar names, uh, Kevin, Na, Mark Leishman, um, actually Matt Kuchar is here. I feel like we don't see Matt Kuchar all that often. It, you know, Matt Kuchar is a guy who, um, when the winning score is lower or, you know, if it's not going to take 15 and a half or 16 strokes gained, to get to the winning score, Kuchar's back in play because his super high ceiling is only 16 strokes gained. It's basically only a half a shot more than Mark Leishman. It's less, or I'm sorry, a half a shot more than Kevin Na. It's less than Mark Leishman. It's less than Webb Simpson. So um, Kuchar's ceiling is not as high as the rest of these guys, but uh, if, if it's going to be a winning score of only, you know, 13 and a half strokes gained, he's back into play this week. And then those are really the guys. I mean, Justin Thomas is here as a, a, a slight value. Um, those are really the only guys I'd probably really consider, but you can go through here, scroll through here, and see the rest of these guys that uh, are at least some level of value. All right, let's take a peek at some matchups here, and uh, let's see what we've got. Matchups, this is from DraftKings Sportsbook, which, again, I cannot wager on, but for sake of uniformity, 
I like to use. Uh, Rory versus Rom. This is a pretty significant one because Rory's minus 137, John Rom plus 120. Let's see what I have this at. And this is, uh, if you're new to this, this is a model that is my take on data golf. It's my take on uh, Joe Pita, the good work that those guys, those teams have put in um, so that you can, you know, kind of determine who's a favorite in a four round matchup. So I've got Rory uh, as a pretty significant favorite here. 64% to Rom's 35% in a four-round matchup. That would put uh, Rory's true money line at minus 184. So actually, you know, I was looking at this on paper like, no way Rory could be that big of a favorite over John Rom, but uh, apparently he is. Um, who else do we have? Justin Thomas versus Patrick Cantlay. That could be interesting because, again, when you start to get into the numbers that we see on Justin Thomas, minus 134, like that's pretty significant. You usually don't see a lot of that in, um, in these head-to-head -head markets. So we'll head over. Thomas versus Cantlay. Let's see. Ooh, Cantlay, the favorite in my model. I've got Cantlay winning this 52% of the time. Quite honestly, I agree. There, there is very little respect for Patrick Cantlay in the betting markets. So I have Cantlay as the small favorite here, which uh, the, the DraftKings Sportsbook has Justin Thomas at a pretty significant favorite. So yeah, that would be uh, a pretty significant bet on the Patrick Cantlay side of this at plus 120. Obviously, the thing that my model can't figure out is the fact that Cantlay's been out for a couple weeks with a surgery to repair his deviated septum. So if that you know adversely affects him, I guess it's it's certainly possible that these numbers are a lot closer. But in in the results that they've played, uh, Patrick Cantlay pretty significant uh, value because he's a small favorite, but getting plus one twenty that has got to be a side you're interested in. What else do we have? I want guys with a lot of uh, a lot of rounds in here. How about Fowler versus Reed? Both minus 106. I would imagine Patrick Reed's got to be on the better side of this, especially recently uh, compared to what Ricky Fowler has done. But let's see. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Okay. I've got, I've got, well, this is almost kind of a pretty good line. I've got, I've got Reed at minus 107. It's minus 106. Um, basically Ricky's on the other side of that plus 107, but this doesn't count in the VIG, obviously, but, uh, 51 to 48 edge, 51.8 to 48.1 edge for Patrick Reed too close. Probably not a bet for me. And let's do one more. Um, let's do answer versus Snedeker answer is minus 137. Snedeker is plus 120. Ooh, Snedeker, pretty significant. 55% uh, to beat Abraham Answer. So I have Snedeker should be about minus 125. He is actually plus 120. So if you like this model, uh, what I believe this to be is a bet on Snedeker, a bet on Patrick Cantlay, uh, probably a no bet on Fowler and read that matchup and then a bet on Rory. If you like that side of the Rory and Rom uh, matchup. So very, very interesting. And then I'll run through. Um, I just want to look at the nationality props. 
we I've been pretty good at those the past couple of weeks. We hit uh, top Australian last week. We hit top Englishman a couple of weeks ago. Let's see if any of that just pop out here. Uh, English. Let's try Scotland. Spain. Rom's going to dominate that one. South Africa. Uh, no, thank you. Asia. No, thank you. <laughs> Although I will tell you, uh, no, never mind. Top three was not paying enough there. Um, Fitzpatrick, top uh, top four European player. Fitzpatrick is playing 320. That one's kind of interesting. Feels like a really good place for him to, uh, to, to continue to play well. Terrell Hatton told us he was going to be drunk until Wednesday of this week, so he might not be playing well. Fleetwood could be in the midst of, of something, you know, a little bit of a downturn. Paul Casey, you know, not that great. So those are the guys ahead of him. Uh, so Matthew Fitzpatrick plus 320. That's pretty interesting for top four European. Canada, uh, I guess I'm always a Corey Connors fan, plus 300, but I probably wouldn't bet it. I, I do like Johnny Vegas a lot, but not to be top South American against Grio, Munoz, and, Munoz and Neiman. So that's probably out. Korea out, Ireland no, continental Europe. This is kind of interesting. Sergio plus 600 to be top continental European. So he'd have to beat Rom, he'd have to beat Stenson, Hovland, and then it gets worse from there. Weisberger, RCB, Molinari, Sabatini, Victor Perez, and Sepp Straka. I do like Sergio. Um... I don't know if I would bet him because the problem is you still have Rom here. Maybe top three, you can get him at plus 120. That seems pretty good. I might do that. Britain and Ireland, uh, probably no thank you. Let's see what Mexico says. No, it's only Answer and Carlos Ortiz. Austria is only Bern Wiesberger and Sepp Straka. And then you get this Australasia, I believe it is, the... Uh, the top Australasian player, Adam Scott plus 200, Leishman 275. No, 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 no. Um, no. Okay. So no, not too much here. Continental European, um, Sergio Garcia is interesting. What was the other one that I liked? Fitzpatrick, uh, top European, or at least top four would probably be the bet that I would make. All right. Uh, that'll do it. Betting preview for this week's Players Championship. I hope you enjoyed. Tweet me at Rick Rungood. Leave a comment below. Best of luck this week. See ya.